And now we are joined by Martin Cooper from Ridgemill. Good morning, Martin. Good morning. Welcome aboard. Good it's morning. glad I'm glad I got you on the first go because my last phone guest I dialed on the wrong line. A bit of a rookie error there, <laughs> but I don't have anyone holding my hand on the buttons today. And uh, we've, well, I'm here with uh, Jill Upton. Morning, Jill. Hey, Martin. Thank you very much for joining. I know you've uh, you've come in sort of last minute, so we really appreciate it. By the way, Richo, you're doing a great job. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for coming on. So I'll introduce Martin as um, he's another granite, granite belt guy. And uh, as I think everybody is beginning to understand, I'm quite an ambassador for the Queensland and, and specifically the granite belt um wine regions because the wines are so good so martin's uh he's the owner of ridge mill estate uh seven lee uh, near stanthorpe so martin can you start with telling us your story of how you got into wine and why yeah the um i grew up in uh, victoria actually the gateway to the yarra valley at um wander north and montrose um and uh, when i was studying engineering at um, Swinburne. I worked at a couple of places in, in the valley uh, just as a general hand and um, helped picking and pruning and that sort of thing. So that's where it all started. Um, but um, how I got involved up here in Queensland, I had a project management company that did a lot of education Queensland work and uh, we won the job to manage the delivery and development of the Queensland College of Wine Tourism. That was back in 2004. So, uh, yeah, the rest is a bit of history. We purchased the property uh, September 2004. It was then called Emerald Hill. Um, and uh, we've subsequently developed into contemporary studio and cabins, expanded the video. Uh, so, uh, so yours was like a natural progression. You you're, you're contracted to manage the development of the Queensland College of Wine Tourism, and whilst you're doing it, you're, you're obviously learning a bit about the wine industry, and you're tasting some some yummy wines and meeting some of the the fabulous people that work there. And you're going, I want a piece of this. Yeah, pretty much that's it. Um, that's how it happened. We won the job had our first meeting at 12 noon on a Friday, signed the contract at 3pm. The rest is history. Wow. I like it when things move quickly. It means it's meant, meant to be done. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so it, it was you, it was you and someone else. Like, can, can you give us the story from once you decided to do this? Um, what's, you know, who were you working with and how did it happen? Yeah, well, as I said, I had my own project management company and uh, employed a number of staff. Um, my wife and I then uh, looked at uh, what we should do with the property. We wanted to expand the vineyard, but we also wanted to put um, some accommodation in because there was nothing uh, with accommodation basically in the vineyard. So we uh, we developed um, four standalone uh, contemporary cabins, um, and they came on board Easter 2005. And uh, subsequently, another four came online June 17, and we uh, finished the last four cabins, taking us to 12 in December last year. Um, in the meantime, we planted a new vineyard of Saparavi. We were the first to plant Saparavi in uh, Granite Belt, um, mm. and uh, continue to. We planted another thousand vines uh, last year. 
and we're planning on another five-acre expansion uh, with some Spanish varieties, Mencia, Elberinho, and um, and Tempranillo, absolutely in there. Tempranillo, yeah. So I, I do understand that you've actually got the oldest Tempranillo vines in Queensland as well as Saparavi. And a lot of people might go, well, but that's Queensland, really. How old are they? But as Richo now knows himself, just a few weeks ago, um, you know, we had, uh, we, we've had some winemakers on from the Granite Belt and uh, we had Ray Costanza from Storm King Label. Mm. And uh, his his parents are the, the owners of Golden Grove Estate or founders. And... Um, you know, he was telling us about how old some of those Shiraz vines are, and they're like 68 years old. A lot of history there, and, uh, you know, as an yeah. uninformed, uneducated Victorian wine consumer <laughs> about Queensland, I mean, uh, you know, Martin, it's great that you're on because, you know, you should be you should be spruiking these wines to us down here because we've got no idea, mate. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's that's why I love being able to uh, be a bit of an ambassador for you guys. I mean, the Saparavi from Granite Belt is mm. some of the best you, you, will, you will get. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, anyone who's been lucky enough to have that beautiful Georgian varietal, mm. it and luckily it's becoming far more easy to uh, you know more accessible. But it's such a beautiful grape, and um, and I do know the Ridge Mill Chardonnay and Saparavi. I haven't tried the Tempranillo. Are specifically outstanding examples. So well done, Martin. Thank you. No, thank you. Thanks very much. Well, there's a lot yeah, but, of a lot of different skews that you make. I'm just having a look through the website now. There's there's a bunch, you know. And I mean, I, I'd I'd look at something like the Hoven, which is obviously like an easygoing Tempranillo, and go, absolutely, that's the kind of thing I want to drink. But yeah, hundred dollar the Tsar Saparavi. I mean, that's fabulous that you can you can make something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's um, Saparavi has been scarce up here. Uh, more and more of it's been planted and grown. Um, but it's proven to be a fantastic uh, variety for this region. The um, the soils love it. In cold nights, you know, we regularly get um, minus fives in winter. Yeah. Um, so we we classic cold climate wine uh, grapes, and we're about eight. This property is about eight forty meters above sea level. So, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty high. It is. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's very high. That's Again, high. people get blown away about how cold it snows there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 freezing up there, but it's beautiful. And so it's great to hear that you've got accommodation. And mm. um, because once again, we're spruiking the area and we want people to realize that going to Stanthorpe uh, for, you know, for two nights or, or even three nights is really, really worthwhile. And um, so you've got the accommodation. Uh, you don't have a restaurant, do you? But I think you, you have uh, hampers and picnics and at least you do have food for people to uh, to take away. Is that right? Yeah, we provide as part of a cabin stay a uh, breakfast hamper, a uh, bottle of estate wine, and then through the cellar door we um, provide cheese platters, school made platters, but no, no restaurant. That's, that's <laughs> all you want, need, though. That's all no, you need. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's another thing I've just found out on, so it's ridgemillestate.com. Jill, did you know that these are the, these amazing-looking cabins, you can actually bring your pets to come and stay? I, I did actually read yeah. that. Yes. Well, I mean, so but oh, how many people want to take, yeah, people want to take their dogs on a trip. So you've got, like, you know, lux places for the pets to sleep and bowls and stuff like that, Martin. That's a great idea. Yep, yep that's right. And since COVID, more and the, uh, you only have to look at the uh, pet market and the dog puppy prices and mm. so many, many more people now have dogs and uh, mm. they're looking after them well and they want to take them on holiday. So uh, 
We've got the two pet-friendly cabins. We've actually had a cat stay. I was going to say, no, no, because I'm a cat guy, so can I bring my cat? That's what I'm Oh, yeah. you're a crazy cat man. Well, Look, yeah, if I people am. take their kids, they can take their, take their animals, right? And I think I think it's a very important thing that people know because now they don't have to think, got to get a cattery, got to put the dog in the pound. Exactly. And stay and it's an additional cost, you know. Right. Yeah. It's the way it's going. So I, I've got a question for you about your Viognier. I don't think I've had many Viognier's from Granite Belt, um, but we've got International Viognier Day coming up uh, on the 29th of April. So um, can you tell us a bit about yours? Oh, it's, um, I think it's a, a cracking wine. I get a lot, uh, everyone's palate's different, of course, but I just get this rich undertone of apricot, um, but... Uh, we whilst we've we made a straight Viognier last year. Most years it's uh, used in a, a Shiraz Viognier blend, um, yep. and it does marvellous things there. It's so nice honeyed, um, but a, a, what I particularly love it is a lovely dry finish. Yes, and as do I, as do I. Actually, I, I had a, um, a message in from another very loyal listener, uh, Richo, mm. and this was in regards to my question about anyone who wants to text in about their favourite Viognier's purely so, you know, I and, and we can all have a bit of a try before we have a chat on Sunday. Sure. And uh, so this is, thank you, Michael, Michael from Brisbane. He says, hi, Jill, love the show. Um, one of my favourite Viognier's is the 2018 Yeringberg Viognier. Oh, yeah. So we're back at Yarra Valley there, back we in are. your neck. Um, I don't think I've had that one. So thank you, Michael. I'm I'm hoping I can get that from a uh, uh, readily available. Do you, uh, do you uh, know? It's pretty small batch which... stuff. But one of the ones you should all try out there, folks, is the Clonakilla Viognier, but not the most expensive yeah. one, which is lovely. But they do one called Viognier Nouveau. Sounds, Martin, like a little bit like yours. It's not big, oily yeah. and over the top. A little bit more sort of citrusy and kind of, yep. you know, uh, tank instead well, of barrel. Well, the means yeah. no oak, right? So, yeah. basically. Well, I mean, so it, it can um, do both, you know. So, uh, yeah, Nouveau, as you say, definitely means modern and fresh and no yeah. oak for me, I agree. So, yeah, no oak in yours, Martin? No, no, not in not in that vintage. Yeah. It's interesting, uh, Michael rang in and talked about Ewingberg. Um, I actually lived on the uh, old Shearer's uh, house on Ewingberg uh, back in 19, what was that, 1980. Ooh. So I no know way. I know, yeah, just a coincidence, isn't it, while I was building a house in uh, Wanda North. So the, the Puris, um uh, Beautiful yeah, people. I, I still think one of the best Pinots I've ever had was from Ewingberg. So. Yeah. Well, I was lucky enough, my very first Yarra Valley wine show, I was just chatting to the, the fella next to me and he's like, oh, my name's Gil. Oh, yeah, cool. Nice to meet you. Oh, I've got to get up and get an award, a Lifetime Achievement Award. It's Gil de Puri and I was, he was so humble yeah. and so, and, and Sandra's an amazing woman, amazing winemaker yeah. too, so. Yeah. Must have been great. I have to say, their Shiraz Viognier is gorgeous. Yeah, well, which is how surprising if they do a great Viognier. So, yeah, it's all it is absolutely. Yeah, so the, the, the district is becoming uh, uh, well well known now for its alternate varieties, the emerging varieties. We've got a trail strange bird, the uh, the alternative varieties, so Tanats and Giraffe and Saparavi yep. and yep. Uh, those. So it's it's proven to be a fantastic uh, 
trail for visitors coming into the district. It's great. And what's the next variety on the list, you reckon, Martin? Is there something you want to play around with a little bit next for, for your next project? Yeah, we're, um, we're really interested in uh, Graciana and yep. hence we're looking to plant, uh, plant that out. Um, and I think, whilst there's some good ones, I think, I think um, uh, what we've seen to date, it's not hitting its straps as it, it probably could. So Pete, our winemaker's uh, having a bit of a play and a bit of a think now as to what we might do. So that would be uh, that would be one um, that we'll play with next vintage. Yeah, cool. That sounds awesome. And, and just how much have you got under vine at the moment? How many acres? We've only, we're only uh, very small. We've got about seven acres. Oh, that's, um, that's, that's, that's tiny, all. mate. That's not small. Yeah. That's tiny. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. So when we pick up uh, champion white wine or categories in the small winemaker show, which we did for Chardonnay back in 2014, I think it was, Yeah. And uh, to enter small winemakers, you've got to crush less than 500 tonne. Wow. Um, we were pretty ecstatic. In the 2012 Chardonnay, um, we were number eight out of 500-odd entries in holidays from Australia New Zealand. So uh, That is very impressive. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's We've got to incredible. get this word out. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's the biggest uh, challenge for us is there's just so much wine out there, um, we we showed um, the twelve um, Chardonnay at Prince's in uh, South Yep South Melbourne South Melbourne, and um, we had Lady O. She was a um, sommelier, and she showed it amongst the the uh, chairman's eleven, and uh, she said they had a hundred and twenty odd through, and only two of the hundred and twenty knew that Queensland made wine. <laughs> And wow. only one, only one had tasted a Queensland wine. And yeah. she, uh, oh. when she said to one chap, um, "So what do you think?" He said, "Oh yeah, it's good." She said, "Oh, would you buy it?" And the reaction was only for novelty value. Oh, well, so, oh. not anymore. So that, not not with that, wines that you guys are making. That's right. That's the challenge. And uh, I've got to say, across the district, we're getting fantastic wines and the yeah. industry here is very strong all of the winemakers get along they regularly have a sit down and look at each other's wines and critique them and talk about them so it's a it's a great industry in this part of the world and we're very grateful yes. that you joined us this morning martin martin cooper from ridgemill that's ridgemill.com or ridgemillestate.com if you want to get on board and congratulations and keep on making some cracking wine for us mate thanks richard Really appreciate Martin, it. Martin, I'm going to be up and seeing you soon. Have a great weekend. Excellent. Make oh, sure you do. Excellent.